0: is the law of attraction demonic? What does the Bible have to say? Should Christians be dabbling in manifestation? And what does God really think about the idea of you bringing things into existence because the universe attracts it to you? friends if you want to stand out and grow a highly successful online business using your god-given gifts and expertise you are in the right place tired of constantly posting on social media with little or no financial return that's not god's plan for you his word teaches how to simplify and streamline so you can have the abundant life that you were called to Hey there, I'm Bookie Okoa, Kingdom Business Coach and Online Marketing and Sales Strategist who has used biblical principles to create multiple six figures and a business I absolutely love using my gifts and talents. Interested in doing that too? Sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink as you learn how to create your abundant life and business on purpose, for purpose, with God's word at the center. Let's get to it. Today, we're going to talk about exactly that. I'm going to look at the Bible and look at the scriptures and think, okay, well, can you actually attract anything that you want? Because in the online streets, a lot of my clients would say, this is what's going around. This is what people are really talking about. So I wanted to dive in and just really dive in and see what the scriptures say. So let's do that right now. Hey guys, if you are new to me, I am Buki Yakoa. I am a business growth mentor, a strategist for kingdom women to be able to attract their next high-ticket client and to create five to ten thousand dollars a month consistently using the power of sales systems. I also love to dive into the word of God and look at what God has to say about business. And let's do business God's way and not just our way. And we do it for impact and also to increase our our influence and our income online. So today we are talking about the law of attraction and it's a big topic in the online space and so many people dabble in it in different ways. Now before we dive in I want to just cut to the chase and talk about what is the law of attraction. Now the law of attraction in its simple definition is that you attract into your life the most dominant, thoughts that you have. So if you think about something long enough, you're the universe is going to bring these things to you and you're going to get these things. If you go on YouTube right now and you put law of attraction, you will have tons and tons of videos talking about you can attract exactly what you want, when you want it, how you want it. And they will tell you different strategies and different ways on how they have been able to do that in their own lives. So people are doing it, so they say, and it's happening. Okay, so that's the law of attraction being defined. Now, is the law of attraction demonic? Right? What does it mean to be demonic? Now, demonic in itself, in my opinion, is that you are possessed by demonic influences. Okay. In the Cambridge Dictionary, it talks about actually a a deeper form of evil or a deeper form of something being, you know, evil or cruel. Okay. But in God's eyes, it's actually living in a way that's against God, right? Living in a way that's against what he has to say about our lives, right? So that's what we would deem as evil biblically, right? In terms of being contrary in contrast to God, living in sin or embracing a sinful nature or sinful behavior. Okay, now let's look at manifestation. What is manifestation? I'm going to go straight to dictionary on this one, because manifestation According to the Cambridge Dictionary says, it's a sign of something existing or happening. Now, manifestation in itself, the word, and we have to be careful with our words, is something coming to pass, something actually happening in the real reality, right? That's what manifestation is. And so it's good to start off by defining these terms before we dive into the nitty gritty of everything. Okay, now, what is the fundamental problem with the law of attraction as I see it. And in my humble opinion, the most dangerous thing about it is number one, the motive and number two, the source. When we talk about the motive, we mean, well, what are you desiring? What is it? What's your motive for getting the things that you desire? So what is the thing that you want to attract and why do you want to attract it? Because if we look at what the Bible actually says about how we as believers need to live our lives, Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer and told us we should pray, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so if we follow that model, we shouldn't be busy trying to manifest anything in our lives. We should be busy trying to manifest or trying to have a life that attracts God's will in our life, that we live our lives in accordance to God's will. That's the first thing I would say. Motive is a big thing. So what are you desiring to bring into your life? The second thing is the source, which is another huge thing. Now they claim, all the manifestation law of attraction people online, they claim that it's the universe, that you just think these things in deep thought. And as you do so, I say, I want to manifest a Lamborghini. And so I think about Lamborghini Lamborghini, I I journal about it, I go into deep thoughts about the Lamborghini, and then hey presto, I get a Lamborghini, right? And so they said the universe is the one that attracts these things to you. And so there is a lifting up or an exaltation of the universe being the source of the thing that you are attracting into your life. So that's kind of me framing the beginning of this conversation. Okay. Now let's get into the word of God for real, for real, for real. So here is the deal. Firstly, God is the creator of everything. Everything good and pleasant comes from the Lord and it comes from above. And the word of God stands sure that the word of God cannot return back to him void. It will accomplish what it has been assigned to accomplish. So if you know what the word of God says, the word of God has something to say about these things. Let's dive in. Let's go to Isaiah 55 verse 8 to 11 before I even continue. Just so we know that the word of God is our yardstick on how we view this topic. And so it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and does not return there, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater i.e. produce. Verse 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. The word of the Lord shall prosper in the direction in which it has been sent. So if the word of God goes forth, the word of God shall come to pass, or in other words, the word of God shall manifest. Okay, So manifestation in itself is not an evil term. Manifestation in itself is actually practically what God says that we should have. That when we speak forth the word of God, we shall see the word of God produce and bring forth what it says it's going to bring forth. Okay. So let me give you a bit of an example on this. So in Genesis chapter 11, there is a story in the Bible about the the tower of Babel, Babel, Babel. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but anyway, right? Now this tower basically was created for the people at that time to find a way to get to heaven. And so they desired to build this tower and they were united in their pursuit to build something to get to heaven to reach God. Now, here's the thing. They were unified. And the Bible says in Psalm 133 that he commands a blessing where there is unity. So God could not physically or stop this happening because God said he upholds his word higher than his name. So whatever he has spoken in his word, he must fulfill it. He cannot speak act against the written word. The written word is our yardstick. It's our benchmark. It cannot be against it. So here we have a group of people who are acting in alignment with God's word, even though they're doing it for evil. So they are unified for the pursuit of evil, but because they are unified and there is blessing over unity as they are building this building to get to heaven, they are seeing progress. Now, God could not stop them because he cannot go above his word. So what did he do? He caused confusion. He had to find a way to stop them in another way that was not contradicting to his word. What are we talking about? We're saying that the word of God is sure. The word of God stands still. The word of God cannot be overwritten. Whatever it says, it must manifest. So manifestation in itself is not demonic and it's not evil because God in himself has said to us that these things shall be when my word goes forth. We should, we should expect to see them come to pass, but we should expect to see his word come to pass and not just any random thing. And one of the scriptures that are really, really, really useful when it comes to this topic is Proverbs 23 verse 7. And you may or may not know that, but it's very, very simple. But as he thinketh, in his heart so is he and we know the book as a man thinketh so it so he is right so we see that as he thinketh in his heart so is he comes from the word of God. So that means if the Bible says, if you think you are a success, you shall become a success. If you think you are going to be a seven figure entrepreneur, then you shall be. Now, what does not happen from this is that these random forces from the universe come and make this happen. No, it's quite the opposite. It's actually quite scientific. I spent some time listening to a neuroscientist. I believe that's correct. From Kotara I'm going to say her name one second. I want to get her name wrong. Tara Swart, right, a neuroscientist. And I really loved how she framed this. And this is exactly what I believe happens. So when you think deeply about a topic, and most especially when you are articulating that thing and you are your mind is so immersed in that thing, what happens is it begins to transform who you are as a person and begins to cause you to do the actions that will bring that thing to pass. See, the Bible says this: it says he has given us the power to create wealth. If he didn't want us to have the power, it would not be in the word. He has given us the power to create wealth, and I believe that. Power is the power to think ways on creating wealth. So it's true. As you think in your heart, so you become. But you've got to—it's got, to, got to be your dominant thought. It's got to be the thing that overwhelms your mind, but not to the extent where it becomes an idol. And this is the other danger in the law of attraction and manifestation. It is not our job to put put all these things before our worship of the Lord Himself. I'm we should seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew six verse thirty three. So our job is to seek His word and seek His kingdom. For enough, his kingdom is what it is that we have been called to do in that kingdom. As we're seeking forth his will for us in our lives, we will see that as a byproduct of doing that, blessing shall follow. I'll tell you why. Some of you may or may not know my story. I'll share it very briefly with you. I had built a six-figure business with my husband, by the grace of God, and that business did well for some years, but then it went completely downhill. We lost all the money. And during that time, I had really felt like I was a failure. And it took me a long time to get myself back up. And God by himself took me and he started to show me biblical principles in the word of God on what the Bible says about financial success, about wealth creation. And I realized that there are scriptural truths in the Bible that will make anybody financially successful if they follow them, like anybody. One of those is, the Bible says, the hand of the diligent maketh rich. It is scriptural. And so if you are someone that desires to increase, desires more money, desires wealth, then there's a principle in the word of God that tells you, well, if you are diligent, you will create wealth. And so now your job is to line yourself up with the word of God, what he says. So rather than saying, okay, I want to be rich. I want to have money. I want to have millions. Rather than that, begin to see yourself as the diligent entrepreneur that God wants you to be. If he's called you into business, he's not called you to be lazy. In fact, he says that the the, 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 the hands of the lazy, I'm paraphrasing here, shall lead to poverty. But those who are diligent, who uh, who do well with their hands, they will find riches. I'm paraphrasing this, but I'll get the scripture for you somewhere in the screen, right? But here's my point. The point of all this is that... There is a very, very fine line that crosses over from what God says in his word that we should embrace as believers and that we should believe him for all these things. And, and, and the other side of the coin, which you're now trying to just manifest anything that you desire because you have seen everybody else doing it and you want to follow suit. You've got to be very, very, very careful. There's another scripture I wanted to read with you as well Here's the problem Here's the other danger of manifestation and law of attraction And it fu- I find it in Galatians 5, 19-21 And the Bible says this Now the works of the flesh are evident Which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry Take note Sorcery, hatred, contentious, jealousy, outbursts of wrath Selfish ambition, dissension, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries and the like Which I tell you beforehand just as I told you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So the danger here is that it can cause you to practice idolatry, jealousy, selfish ambition and envy. Those are the four things that if you dabble into this area of law of attraction manifestation, it will cause you to do these things for your own selfish intent, for your own ambition. It will cause you to idolize uh, wealth or idolize riches or idolize having all of these things where God's desire for us not to idolize the thing, but to idolize him. He's a jealous God. And so where the danger lies is that you are now Putting yourself in a dangerous position to allow all these um sinful characteristics and traits to rise up in the inside of you. And now all you desire is to become rich and become wealthy and, and you envy people who have X, Y, and Z rather than focusing on following God's plan for your life. The key thing is get busy following God's plan, his will, his desire for you so that you don't get caught up in what the world does. Because his plans for you are good. His plans for you, want you to have a good and an expected future, a really, really great end. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants you to have good family life and enjoyable business life. He loves you. He's the, of your father. And so rather than dabbling in things in the occultic and in, in a, a, trying to uh, cause the universe to bring all these things, there's all manner of weird manifestation and sort of meditational things that they do. Find your meditation in the word of God. See what the word of God says, because here is the most interesting thing about it. God is for your success. There are so many scriptures. Scriptures that you can take and use that will make your life in alignment with God's word and will cause you to manifest what God wants you to actually manifest. Here are some, some of these scriptures. Number one is Psalm 37, verse 4. It says this Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So when you put him first and you delight yourself in him, guess what? As a byproduct of your delightfulness in the Lord, he will give you what you desire. He knows what you want. He knows that you want to have, you know, a great. Great family. He knows you want to have more income. He knows that you you want to be able to serve and help people in your community. And so your job is to do the thing, align your life with the first part, which says, delight yourself in the Lord. So don't find yourself trying to hum your way to success, but delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires because he knows what your desires are. The other scripture, John 14, verse 13, it says, Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do so that the Father can be glorified in the Son. For those of you that love the Lord, he said, he said, "Ask in my name, and I will do it, because I want your life to be a a glory, a joy for others to see. I want to manifest these things for you, but you've got to get busy doing it my way, and have my spirit in you, and be led by the spirit and not by the flesh. And as you increase and you build your relationship with God, you will be spirit led. And as you are spirit led, you start to activate and do the things that your God wants you to do, that will bring the wealth and the things you desire." the way he desires for you to have it. He has a plan for your life. We are to do it in his way. And that's the key thing I wanted to get across in this video. It's not just anything you want to manifest. Get busy in the will of God so you can have what he wants you to have. And what he wants you to have is good success. Okay? I tell you a funny story. When I when I when I was in my place of like, you know, trying to find out what to do, um, you know, and I was in a dark place, not earning much money and I was really in a really dark place, and I asked God God, you know what? I've tried it all, I've tried it all. Like tell me what should I do? And God said to me, "I want you to start a YouTube channel." This was a while ago, and I and I, I was like, "Lord, like, like God, I don't want to be broke." Like YouTubers, I like, you guys be there for years, and I just said to God, "Listen, you know my heart. I don't want to be broke." And I was scared that if I surrendered myself to God, I would just have to be scraping and you know not really succeeding financially. That was my true heart. My, my thoughts in my heart. But the funny thing is God knew that. And he was like, you know what? Just trust me. I don't want you to have a life that is in, that you're suffering in. I want you to enjoy your life. He says in John 10 verse 10, he wants to have a life, a life in abundance. That just means a life that is full. And so if I, if I neglected to do what he told me to do, I wouldn't be a coach right now. I wouldn't love my job. I wouldn't love what I'm, my clients. I wouldn't love that I have a life that I can really earn money from what I actually enjoy. Cause I'll be trying to hustle and do things my own way. When I surrendered into the will of God, I said, God, you know what? Your will, not my will. When I heard him speak, I began to follow. My life really began to take shape and I just want to encourage you that God wants you to succeed. You don't have to dabble in the, in all these types of occultic things to get success and to, to really enjoy wealth God's way. You can do it God's way and enjoy your life and have an abundant and full life. Now here's the last scripture, Mark eleven twenty three. And the Bible says this: For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, "Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea," and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, there we are again to believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. It's biblical. Believe it or not, the law of manifestation is biblical. It's a biblical concept that the devil has turned on his head to give glory to the universe. He says, "Whatever you shall say and you believe it, you will have it." This was my scripture when I was not able to conceive. I was married for seven years without having a baby, and I knew in my heart I was going to have a baby. But during that time, I was like, "God, when is this going to happen?" And He gave me Mark eleven twenty three, and I stood on that scripture. I stood on it. I stood on it. I did all the things He told me to do about the grace of God, seven years into my marriage, the year of perfection, for those of you that study numbers in in the Bible, then he brought forth my son. And so what I'm telling you is that the scriptures are enough. The word is enough. You don't need anything else. You don't need someone else who has no clue about the scriptures telling you how to manifest things into your life. Because as a believer in Christ Jesus, your business is to get busy following the will of God and doing it his way. I'll say that again, as a believer, your business is to get better. Easy in the will of God, doing the will of God, following the will of God. And as you do so, your life will flourish and your life will be prosperous. Don't envy or don't try and get another man's journey. It's not for you. Do it God's way and you will enjoy. It. All right. So I could say so much about this, but I feel like I will end it here today because there's so much on it. And I might do a part two on it. But the key thing is be careful. There are many, many Christians out there that are dabbling in law of attraction and doing all these things and, and, and trying to get the universe and to kind of conjure up some energy. <laughs> Right. To try and attract things. Whereas the Bible is enough. Like, and that's why you feel icky. That's why you feel icky. That's why you're not sure. That's why you feel like, am I doing it right? You know, not, you, you feel a bit uncertain about these things. That's the reason why it's not honoring God. All right. And to honor God means to do it his way to you to, to follow his word and surrender to his will. I have got so many videos on, th- on this channel that will help you on how to hear God's voice. I'm going to post it at the end of this screen. Um, so you'll see it as well. And a testimony from one of my clients, Amanda, who she was struggling in this area of manifesting, like you know, increase of income, financial financial wellness in her in her life. And when she went through the biblical laws and understood that God wants her to succeed, she made her first ten k within seven days after surrendering to God and understanding God's will and God's word around wealth creation. Listen to the video, trust me, you'll be you'll you, it will bless you. So, without further ado, I will see you in the next series and I hope you enjoyed it and also before I go if you have any comments anything you want to share with me in the comments below feel free to do so let me know what you thought about this video let me know where what you did not know what something new that you knew about this video I'd love to hear from you and also don't forget if you enjoyed what you heard to subscribe hit the notification bell Send me some love, share it with your friends, comment and let's have a conversation and I will see you in the next episode. Take care and God blessings. Hey friends, hope you love today's episode and have taken something practical away to apply today. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with somebody else who needs a breakthrough in this area? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you would take 30 seconds to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcast. Lastly, come along and watch my free training where I'll teach you the exact systems I use online to land at least three high paying clients in 30 days or less. Watch right now at bookiekoa.com. I'll see you on the other side. God's blessings. Take care.